of the universe. Thank you so, so much for tuning back in to Macro Magic with Michelle. I am your host, Michelle Williams. I am also known as the Freedom Fairy on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Patreon. Just look up the Freedom Fairy, Michelle Williams, you'll find me. I am coming at you today because throughout my daily studying and reading and making videos and TikToks and posts and working with people on different levels, I am studying every day, reading every day, making connections every day between macrobiotics and my life. The life of the people I know, what is going on currently, what has gone on in the past. It's a really, really fun journey. I love, I love the work that I do because it's endless learning, endless connections, and it's so cool to get clarity and to see a different perspective. So the other day, I was looking through my books, doing, you know, my same kind of research for different posts and things like that. And I was, I came across a few things that made this current situation with the C word and the V word uh, make a little bit more sense. And I just posted on my Instagram stories uh, a little bit of this new revelation that I had. So I'll go over it quickly and if you're listening to the audio version you might want to switch and look at my youtube video the video version because i'll include some images that might help you understand what i'm talking about so the first book i want to reference is the cancer prevention diet it was first written in 1975 by michio kushi and alex jack a lot of you guys might have already listened to the interview I did with Alex Jack a few months ago, earlier this year. So I will leave it in the description of this so you can check it out if you want to. But on page 182 of the uh, 25th anniversary edition, it has a table that says the yin and yang nature of the human body. And if you aren't too familiar with yin and yang. It's kind of a lot to get into right now, but basically yin and yang is just two opposite yet complementary forces that create balance. And this is what the macrobiotic philosophy is based off of, this ancient understanding of two different energies coming together to make balance. And the whole point of the macrobiotic philosophy is for you to create your own balance with this understanding. So this chart shows the different parts of the human body. For example, on the yang side, yang can also be described as downwards and inwards energy, more material, more masculine energy. It says blood system, nervous system, bones and muscles, deep inner organs and structures, testosterone and male hormones, DNA. On the flip side, on the yin side, which is upwards and expansive, 
more feminine energy, more intangible phenomena on Earth. It includes the lymph system, digestive system, organs, glands, and tissues, peripheral organs and structures, estrogen and female hormones, RNA. So that kind of caught my attention because with this current situation, this new V word that is so controversial, the big thing about this new V word is that it uses RNA rather than DNA. So based off of this alone, we can see this new V word is more yin than previous V words have been. So there's that. Now, looking at the C word, the issue in question, the, the problem in quotes that this V word attempts to solve has to do with our lungs, a respiratory in quotes virus. So the lungs are a more yang organ within the human body. They are the energy of metal. And you can see in the five transformations of energy that the lungs belong to the metal energy in the five transformations. And really the five transformations of energy, once again, it's a lot to get into right now. You can always join my Patreon. I go into much more detail and we can learn at a slower pace so you really understand. I highly recommend that you do that if you wanna learn. But the five transformations of energy are really just a magnified look at yin and yang. Yin and yang is more general but if you wanna get into details and specifics, you zoom in a little bit more and it focuses, it focuses in on five different energies rather than two bigger energies. So metal belongs to the more yang energy. Once again, the lungs are more yang organs. Now, the RNA V word, as we just learned from the cancer prevention diet, is more yin, upwards and expansive. Now, something that came to mind was that recently there's been more and more people coming out, coming forward with their experiences with heart-related issues as a result of taking this new experimental RNA V word. People that normally wouldn't have these issues, including children. And these issues include heart attacks, strokes, and blood clots. Those are the main effects that this V word is having on most people. So that makes me look at this five transformations of energy. What energy is connected with the heart. That would be fire energy. And fire energy is the most yin, the most expansive, the most chaotic, the most unstable energy, which 
fits perfectly in line with the fact that we know the RNA kind of human uh, nature is more yin. So it makes sense on that level. It makes sense on that level. And the other thing I wanted to note, which I talked about on my Instagram stories, is that if you look at the five transformations of energy, you'll see that there's arrows going around in a circle. This is called the supportive, the supportive um, relationship between the five transformations of energy. When the energy is free and unimpeded, one transformation naturally flows into the next in a continuous cycle. And sometimes when we have problems with certain energies, which can manifest as a problem in our lungs, we can use the inner arrows that look like a star. And this is called the overriding or, or um, controlling cycle. So we can also use that controlling cycle to make balance as well. So to correct the, the disharmony that we may be feeling, wherever we may be feeling it. So we can see from this inner dynamic that fire energy controls metal energy. So that would make sense, right? Why the RNA V word might be used to remedy this situation with our lungs, with our respiratory part of our body. So it makes sense on that level. But <laughs> is it the best thing? Is it the best thing for us to do? I would strongly disagree. Because the issues, first of all, this virus does not exist. Virus does not exist. There is a lecture that I think is a really good thing to listen to to understand this concept that there is no such thing as a virus. Um, it's called Freedom from Delusions by Michio Kushi. I will link it in the, in the description of this, and I might even insert a few clips. But in that lecture, Michio Kushi, the most influential teacher of macrobiotics, talks about the nature of virus, this concept of virus, and why it doesn't exist. And the basic thing that he talks about is that the only way, the only way that there can be a virus is if we're looking at other things outside of ourselves or even within ourselves as an enemy. If we have that perspective that this is bad, this is bad, this is wrong, this is wrong, it's this is the fault, this is the blame, 
and never taking personal responsibility as to what condition did I create that allowed this to happen, then yeah, that's a virus. But in macrobiotics, that's not how we look at problems. We self-reflect and we always think about what did I do that allowed this to happen and what can I do now to overcome this? That's the biggest thing, one of the biggest things that people today don't understand. People today play victim, play victim, play victim, play victim all across the board in many different industries especially the medical industry. People never want to take personal responsibility. This came out of nowhere. I have no idea why this happened. And part of it is because we compartmentalize. We break things up. We separate things. And we look at them as not connected. This has no effect on that. What I eat has no effect on my mental health. What I eat has no effect on the way that I look. What I eat has no effect on my skin. What I eat has no effect on the fact that I have this weird symptom happening. People are just, it's just not part of what we are normally taught. It's just not part of our regular conversation. So... Of course we would, of course our world would react the way that it has been reacting about this quote virus. So, so then I've talked about this before in other podcasts where I talked about the fact that people don't really understand what health is. So when you say that there's no such thing as virus, when you say that health doesn't come from a V word and health doesn't come from medication and health doesn't come from surgery because people don't know anything else and because the mainstream narrative that we've grown up with is that food only has this effect and it doesn't affect anything else of course people would freak out and think that you're crazy when you say there's no virus and that the V word is not necessary and medication is not necessary and radiation and chemotherapy and surgery is not necessary. Of course, people will freak out because they don't know anything else. So that's exactly why I have written my macrobiotic zine called Eating to Support Immunity so that people can see that their daily eating can create a strong immune system and whether people want to eat that way and still take the v word or not take the v word that's up to each individual person but just to get the word out that you can support your immune system with daily eating which most people today are not eating in a way that supports their immune system most people today even if you're vegan even if you consider yourself a healthy eater because you don't really understand what the bigger picture of health is you still might be depleting yourself example 
a lot of research, a lot of study, there's a lot more out there on medical marijuana. There is a lot more evidence that cannabis helps certain health conditions. That is not, that is true. The, the proof is out there. And the fact that it's become more legal and you can see different people's stories, there is evidence. It's true. That is true. Cannabis does help certain people with certain health conditions in a certain way. Now, does that mean that cannabis is good for you? That everyone should be taking cannabis? No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that. And this is a whole topic I can get into. But cannabis actually does not support a a healthy immune system. So even though someone out there might be using cannabis for a certain medical situation and it can be helping, that's valid, that's true, that doesn't mean that you are supporting your immune system at the same time. Just like just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're supporting your immune system at the same time because what does it mean to you to be vegan? Just not eat animal food? Because that's the case for most vegans. They just don't eat animal food because that is the only guideline to the vegan diet. Just don't hurt animals. So that leaves sugar and junk food and a lot of microwaved food and frozen food and um, processed food. That doesn't mean that you're supporting your immune system just because you're vegan. So that's why so that's why I'm, I wrote that zine eating to support immunity because when you eat a macrobiotic lifestyle you are also supporting your immune system. If you want more research if you want to do more research on your own, I highly recommend the book The Way of Hope by Tom Monty which was written in the 80s and it followed a few cases of, I don't want to say a few, it was more than a few, but it followed a group of homosexual men who were struggling with HIV and AIDS, and they used macrobiotics to improve their state of health in a time where regular doctors did not even want them in their offices, but yet macrobiotics helped. So, That book really goes into more detail about immunity and eating to support immunity, as well as other lifestyle factors, including drugs, sleeping, exercise, uh, emotional states. So I highly recommend that book. And speaking of these other factors, not just eating, although eating is the number one, speaking of these other factors, I wanted to specifically talk on this podcast about the emotional and behavioral consequences of this current situation with the C word and with the V word. It should be, I I need to remind you guys that the past two years, We have been not just dealing with this pandemic, but we have also been in metal energy years. 
once again, metal energy is the time, is the, is the organ of the lungs and the large intestine. Um, but we're not going to focus too much on that right now. We're going to focus mostly on the lungs because that is what this, uh, actually, you know what? We can talk about the large intestine because a huge percentage of our immunity actually is created in our large intestine. So it actually, it actually goes hand in hand. Um, but once again, most people out there, they don't have any concept of that. So, uh, yes, yeah, so I wanted to get into the behavior and the emotional aspects of, of metal energy and of fire energy. And we can, we can think of the virus, in quotes, in question, the C word. We can think of that as metal energy because it affects the lungs. So let's look at, I'm going to read from the book, Macrobiotics and Human Behavior by William or Bill Tara. He's actually still very active today in the vegan and macrobiotic community. He actually runs a program called Macro Vegan with his wife, Marlene Tara. So you might want to check them out online. They offer a course and they offer a lot of uh, guidance on a vegan macrobiotic lifestyle <clears throat> specifically. And Bill Tara he has been very influential in the macrobiotic community since back in the day. Um, and this in this book that he wrote, Macrobiotics and Human Behavior, he wrote it in 1984. And it's actually a very interesting book. And I highly, highly recommend it to anyone out there struggling with mental illness, anyone out there whose career deals with mental illness. It's a really, really good book um, to understand mental health and the fact that it's biological more than psychological, despite what the mainstream may have you believe. Uh, okay, so I'm going to read. It's on page 75. It says, Imbalances in Metal Energy. To those who know him, he is predictable. His attitudes and reactions are well established. His friends are few and are chosen from among those who will not intrude upon the privacy of his own thoughts or motivations. To those who do not know him well, he may seem shallow or boring. He does not express himself with clarity he is unanimated when he speaks, and his voice tends to be monotone. His posture often betrays a tendency for him to retreat within himself. His shoulders are often stooped and pulled toward the front, his head hanging slightly as if he were involved in introspection. He is often uncomfortable in large groups or when tension or controversy arises. 
In these moments, he is apt to retreat into his private world and await a calming of the storm. He does not use his body expressively. His hands are often thrust into his pockets or loosely clasped in his lap. He is, however, an astute observer of others. From his vantage point, he makes keen observations about the games that others play. These qualities often serve him well in the arrangement of his own life, especially in business, where he has the capacity to slowly evolve his own security and financial well-being. He is quite happy to align himself with others if he is sure of their loyalty to him. This trust, however, must be firmly rooted in time. He does not make decisions or form bonds quickly. General characteristics. Metal energy characterizes the extreme yang stage in the cycle of transformations. In its positive aspect, it typifies condensation, accumulation, and gathering, or potential. It is the condensation of the resources of soil and refining them. As displayed within the individual, this stage of transformation can be seen as a capacity to consolidate experience, to develop self-discipline, to gain comfort in the material world, and to maintain a generally positive demeanor in their approach to life. If this energy becomes dissipated, it can produce the most introverted behavior, a sinking within. The characteristics displayed with this imbalance are an indecisiveness, a feeling of lethargy, and ultimately depression. The individual seems unable to cope with even the most minor situations or problems. They often seem frozen or incapacitated, lacking the ability to move beyond adversity. When confronted with difficulty, they are unable to see positive pathways through or around the issue at hand. This confusion of thought leads them increasingly to believe that there is nothing to be done. Unlike the inability to cope expressed in soil, there is less of a tendency to ascribe the fault in the situation to outside influences. The individuals are more apt to feel that their inability to act is something wrong with them. They often feel that they are in the way of others and may even feel slightly embarrassed concerning their indecision. In the later stages of this progressive development, individuals become increasingly locked within themselves. They become disinterested in what goes on around them, motivated by their seemingly inability to affect events. They become unresponsive, indifferent, and negative. So I'm going to stop right there for a minute. Did you relate to any of that? Can you see how others around you are displaying some of that?
I, I mean, I can definitely see within myself different times in my life and even maybe times even now where I have this kind of mentality, where I have this kind of behavior. But especially the past two years, there has been a huge increase in people struggling with depression. It's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence that it happened in metal years. It's not a coincidence that it also happened during a pandemic that, that has to do with the metal organs. And something that I didn't touch on yet, but when the metal organs, the lungs and the large intestines, when we have problems with those organs, the emotional energy that comes up is depression. You see how this all goes together? It's not arbitrary. It's not one thing and one thing separate. And this is based off of ancient wisdom. This is not something someone thought of and then they tested the theory and then they did an experiment and they did another experiment and blah, blah, blah. No, this has been, this has been used and followed long, 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 long before the scientific method. Uh, another thing I wanted to say is that um, this last part where it said that, uh, you know, talking about how they're putting more blame on themselves. So, like I said a little bit earlier, in macrobiotics, we, we don't put blame on others for whatever problem, health or otherwise. We don't put blame on other people, other viruses, other whatever, we look at ourselves, we introspect and look, what did we do? Where could we have created this situation? What can we do to help our situation? And a lot of people have a hard time understanding this part of macrobiotics because like I said, we're so used to this way or that way. You're wrong and I'm right. This is right, this is wrong, that's bad, that's good. So when you say that you have to look at what you have done, people freak out because they think, ah, so it's all my fault, so I'm the one to blame. So yes, in a way, but you don't have to put that feeling on it. You don't have to put that um guilt and shame on it you can introspect and see where you went wrong without beating yourself up about it and it might be hard in the beginning trust me trust me trust me it's hard in the beginning to look back on things that you've done that contributed to you know hard times with your health hard times in your life it's hard to look back and accept responsibility. It is hard. You Feelings of guilt and shame do come up. But that's not really, that's not, doesn't have to be a part of it. You know, you can look back and be like, yeah, you know what? 
I did go to bed pretty late for the past 10 plus years. It makes sense why I'm having this uh, problem with my mental health now because I wasn't taking care of my nervous system in the best way. Yeah, okay, so what do I need to do now? I need to create a routine that gets me to bed earlier. And I'm gonna keep working on it and keep working on it because I know the importance of it. And I want to help myself. That doesn't, it doesn't have to be blame. It doesn't have to be a guilt, guilt trip on yourself. I'm just using that as an example because that's that's one of my one of my things that I that I'm still working on. So, but the problem comes in this metal energy when you feel extremely guilty and extremely shameful, and that it's all your fault. And I can see this in other people today. The fact that how many times have you heard this? People say, "I'm not wearing a mask for me." I'm wearing it so I don't get other people sick. I'm not getting the V word for me. I'm getting it so I don't get other people sick. So it's it's like people are placing way more responsibility, guilt, and shame on themselves thinking that they are the ones that are causing this pandemic meanwhile first of all the virus doesn't even exist first of all (laughs) it doesn't exist so actually you're feeling guilty and shameful for causing something that's not even there to begin with a made-up enemy a delusion once again check out micho's micho kushi's lecture freedom from delusions That's a huge delusion that you are the one responsible. You're not. And even, let's say, even if, okay, fine. Even if there is such a thing as virus, okay? Even if you do have it and whatever, you kiss somebody and you get them sick. It's still not your fault. Why? It is the person who got sick why did they have why did they create an environment within themselves that made it a paradise for the virus to thrive so it's not your fault the only fault in quotes cuz i don't want you to feel bad but it, but it's true you do have responsibility the only real real responsibility is that you just need to take better care of yourself. And that means changing your eating so you are not making your body a fun, a, a theme park for virus, if virus even exists. If your body is filled with strong, alkaline, mineral, mineral-rich blood, Virus cannot thrive even if there is such a thing as virus. It, it would be eliminated. If you eat and live your life in a way that creates a strong immune system, if you eat foods that build up your immune system, if you meditate, if you exercise moderately, if you think positively, if you're surrounded by people who love and support you, if you go to bed at a decent hour, get enough sleep, Your immune system 
is strong. So anything that comes to, quote, attack will, will not disrupt your body at all or even to the extent that it would to other people who get, quote, sick. So it's actually not your fault. One time, uh, I was visiting someone who, actually one of my clients, who was going, she's been going through a really hard time the past two years, and she's actually a seven medal, she actually has six and seven medal in her nine star key astrology chart, so it makes sense that the past two years have been more difficult for her, and also she's going through her Saturn's return, it's a whole thing, um, so she's been going through some really hard times, and there was a point, oh, and, um, about, excuse me, six months ago, she wanted to start eating macrobiotic, and so I started helping her, gave her some meal plans, gave her some cooking lessons, went grocery shopping with her, and she was doing that for maybe a month, a month or two, um, and she had already gotten the V word, before I started working with her, maybe a month or so before I even started working with her. And uh, one one day she was really, really struggling and she felt really sick. And I told her, you know, this is a part of transitioning into a macrobiotic lifestyle. It's called discharge. When you're transitioning from the standard American diet, you know, a lot of meat, eggs, dairy, sugar, processed foods, chemicalized foods, and you start to introduce whole plant-based foods, organic foods, it's just a natural process that these foods are going to push out the toxins that have been stored within you. And it doesn't just mean the physical toxins like the mucus and the excess fat and protein and sugar that's been stored within you, but it also is the energy that correlates with it. And the energy that correlates with it also is feelings and memories and experiences. So when you change your eating, there's a period of discharge and Honestly, it never ends. (laughs) But in the beginning, it can be more intense because you are coming from such an extreme place to become, to changing more quickly into a clean and balanced place. So I was trying to explain this to her. And when I came, and not to mention, she had just gotten the V word not too long before. And Just like I mentioned earlier, there are effects to that. It's not without consequence. Yes, maybe it could help balance this this, uh, issue that we're having with our lungs. That is a definite possibility. But it's not necessary. So just like when I... you, You guys might have heard me talk about my experience with psychiatric medications. Yes, at some points, those medications helped in a way but it was not without other things that came along with it so you know it's 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 a lot of things at once 
it could be a lot of things at once. But so I tried to reassure her of that anyway. So I came over and she had her mask on and I told her because she was afraid this is what it was. She was afraid she had the C word again. Um, Because when she first got the V word, she she felt like it affected her in a way that she got she felt sick, like as if she had the C word. And so after a month or two of eating macrobiotics, she started to discharge and she thought this might be the C word again. And I, and I told her that she doesn't have to wear a mask around me. She's like, well, I just don't want to get you sick. And I said, listen, the only way that I can get sick is if I treat my body in a way that allows the virus to thrive. So if I'm eating sugar and processed foods and staying up till four in the morning and then trying to exercise for eight hours straight, yeah, that's going to deplete my immunity. And yes, you might get me sick then, but that's not what I do. That's not what I'm doing. So you see, you see how this works? It's not, it's not that someone gets you sick or you get someone sick. It's that if either of you are not taking care of your body, you are just creating a place for that illness to thrive and to take over. You get it? <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, another thing, another thing in this passage too um, is that People might be feeling embarrassed about their indecision. And I've felt this before multiple times in my life, but I can definitely see it in other people today. The fact that people, they have told me, I don't know about this vex, oops. I don't know about this V word, but I'm just gonna do it because, you know, I mean, basically the same thing. I don't want to get other people sick or I don't want other people to think that I'm an anti-V word. Um, so because they don't know enough about the V word and they just feel, you know, pressured that they need to make a decision, but they don't know what decision to make. They just base it off, well, uh, I don't want to, um, I don't want to make it uncomfortable for others. So they just go ahead and make a choice that isn't even based in what they want. They don't, they're not even informed. And that is, I would say, a huge part of why people are getting the viewer today. They're not informed. They're not even really sure if they want to take it because they're not informed. And the main thing is that they don't want to make a problem for others when that's not even, even though that's the narrative, that's not reality. That's illusion. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and read the next part. Physical characteristics and habits. The body language evident when metal energy is inhibited is characterized by its absence. 
There is little or no gesturing. Hands are often stuffed in pockets, hang at the sides of the body, or allowed to lay lifelessly in the lap. There is often weakness in the arms, especially in the ability to lift. The biceps are often flaccid. According to Oriental Medicine, these problems are associated with the lungs, and there is a pulling down and forward in the shoulder areas, producing a kind of slouch, which is accompanied by a jetting forward of the head. The individuals do indeed look as if the weight of the world is on their shoulders. What is that saying that everyone is saying now? Blank didn't die because they had the V word. They died because you didn't. What kind of guilt, shame, trip is being placed on people unnecessarily? No, if you are sick, that is your responsibility. That is not the responsibility of anyone else. And why I think too, that is the narrative is so that people can become slaves to the pharmaceutical industry. People are disempowered to help themselves. People are disempowered to heal themselves. No, you got to see a doctor, a doctor. You need a doctor, a doctor. Meanwhile, doctors don't have all the answers. And what they really care about is getting paid, making money, prescribing medication, which doesn't work, which is not the answer, which doesn't solve the problem. The voice has a tendency to have a slightly monotonous quality or drone. Because of their lack of animation and gesture and speech, others have a tendency to ignore them which fulfills their expectation of being unimportant and ineffective. The voice often has a breathy quality as if there were pressure in the chest. This is another thing I've noticed. Uh, I, f I follow a lot of people who speak in front of Congress or whatever their local government to speak against these mandates that are happening. And something that I notice in all of them is that they are monotonous. They are literally reading from a paper without any expression, without any tonal change. They're literally reading as if they were just learning how to read and the teacher calls on you in class and you're just straight reading. No emotion, no expression, just reading words. And to me, I can understand because it must be very scary to talk about this in front of government. And they probably want to sound strong and authoritative. They don't, maybe they're holding back a shaky voice or crying, you know, fear, anxiety. But to me, the way to talk to the man is to be confident and to that means showing expression having different pitches and tones in your voice taking pauses you know if you have an exclamation throw an exclamation point in there like 
<laughs> I think it's it's negatively impacting our voices who want more freedom, more bodily autonomy in this pandemic. But at the same time, I can I can understand. And it's like, who am I to talk when I'm not the one? It's easy when you're not doing it to be saying all this stuff. So I'm really thankful that there are people standing up and talking to Congress. And that's great that they have notes and they're reading from a paper so that they don't forget. But at the same time, I feel like the way that they're speaking maybe is not the best uh, for communicating human to human which a lot of them use that argument, you know, I am a human, you are a human, but yet why are you standing up in front of these officials talking like a robot? That is, uh, that's something that I noticed. The general complexion tends to be very pale and often chalky. This is especially true of the cheeks. The cheeks in, in Chinese medicine reflect the condition of the lungs so just wanted to tell you that in the early stages of imbalance the cheeks may sometimes appear reddish with a slight sagging as these individuals become older there may be breaking of the capillaries in the area of the cheeks and extreme paleness in this area these individuals often seem lost in their own thoughts and may attempt to engage themselves increasingly in activities not requiring the cooperation of or interaction with others. Dependent upon their own relative vitality, they may become protective of themselves and their possessions. I can relate. <laughs> um, and psychological considerations. The energetic qualities of metal animate the functions of the lungs and large intestine. The large intestine is not only a major excretory organ but is also the principal location for the absorption of fluid into the body balance of the body fluid is of fundamental importance to the functioning of the lungs if excessive fluid is allowed to gather in the area of the lungs then the absorption of oxygen and the re release of carbon dioxide is inhibited that is the problem with this v word isn't it liquid in the lungs and yet, what is our answer? To cover our mouths and noses, the place where we can actually breathe and help ourselves with this very issue. See how this does not make sense. See how the mainstream s solutions are not actually solutions. And in, an interesting relationship can be seen here in the importance of oxygen to the proper functioning of the brain, primarily those parts of the brain essential for the human thought processes upon which construction action is predicated. How many times have you heard, we were not prepared for this? so-and-so government official didn't take care of this properly. First of all, that's putting blame on somebody, which is, uh, you should be looking out for yourself. Uh, and when you do that, 
you automatically are looking out for your neighbors and so on and so forth. It's a rippling effect. So do not put blame on government officials, even if they did do things that were not the best. Don't put blame on them. As corrupt as they are, that is a fact. When you have problems, especially this pandemic, you are not sick because your government official did something wrong. You are sick because you are eating in a way that creates that issue, among other things. But anyway, and also the fact that we're still dealing with this like two years later. Because people can't think. You you literally can't think. You're restricting you're restricting your brain from oxygen by wearing a mask. That is actually well, we'll get into it right now. But the body has within it certain priorities for its own more mechanical functions. The lower functions of the brain are of vital and immediate importance to the overall existence of the organism. If we become seriously ill, the higher functions of the brain are severely inhibited. Our thinking becomes unclear and confused as the body concentrates on those mechanical functions important for the sustenance of life at a more basic level. People don't wanna think with their higher brain. And in fact, people can't think with their higher brain because they're wearing a mask all day. And they're not allowing oxygen to reach that part of the brain where it can allow them to think for themselves. So they just say, okay, wear a mask. Okay, cool. I'll go, I got it. Wear a mask more. Wear two masks. Wear three masks. Get a V word. Get a booster. Get another booster. 13 boosters. Cool. Got it. Because they can't think at a higher level than that. They are just taking orders. This may well be the key towards understanding the relationship between the functioning of the lungs and the more depressive behavior often seen when they are not functioning well. When the lungs are functioning effectively, the blood is well oxygenated and toxic carbon dioxide is exhaled more effectively. When the blood is well oxygenated, the brain, a prime consumer of oxygen, is allowed to function at a greater potential. When there is an overabundance of oxygen in the blood, such as in hyperventilation, the person often feels elated. The frontal portions of the brain are overstimulated, producing feelings of overconfidence. When there is a depletion of oxygen, the person begins to feel dull and indecisive. This is another reason why people who smoke or use vape pens you're really just breathing very deeply. Yes, you have those other compounds that also affect your state of mind, but on a more sustainable and practical level, just breathing deeply, that's what you're doing. That's what's making you feel better. Those other extra things that are accompanying it, they're not necessary and We'll get into it. Well, let's keep reading. Positivism is closely bound to our capacity to see potential paths of action in any adverse situation. Our minds automatically bring up options for consideration. 
when the brain is not functioning well and is deprived of the nutrients so essential for those functions, we become increasingly indecisive, which eventually leads to depression and a lack of effectiveness. This is so true. I've had, I mean, my own experience, but several clients the past two years have been struggling with depression and indecisiveness. And for a while, I was only counseling them with regards to food. And for months and months, I kept on adjusting and suggesting certain foods, certain remedies. And finally, I got to the point where I said, you know what? Can I actually help you with what's really going on? Because both of these clients had problems with their jobs. And in the beginning of helping them, it felt like they had... They didn't know what to do. They knew that their situation was very difficult, but they didn't know how to go about it. So I I asked them permission if I can help them um, see a different way in regards to their work. So this is definitely this is definitely true. And it doesn't just have to happen, you know, the past two years and with this pandemic, although it's been more prevalent, I think, the past two years, the past two metal years dealing with dealing with this pandemic that affects our lungs and our breathing in this way. It has been known that if persons who are depressed can be encouraged to breathe deeply or to engage themselves in physical activity that promotes higher oxygen levels in the blood, they feel more alert and positive. It may be that the emphasis in breathing, so common to the various forms of meditation and spiritual practices, is specifically geared to promote these qualities of positivism by raising the oxygen level and allowing the brain to function better. Yes, 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 yes. Meditating and having a connection to the world of spirit is a huge part in being happier. Exercise is a huge part in being happier. And really all what it comes down to is oxygen, more oxygen, breathing. So why are we covering our breathing? How is that going to help anything? It's only going to help shut down our higher levels of thinking, cause us to become more dependent on the powers that be. Turn off our own thinking and set us up to be controlled. Yin and yang considerations. Dependent on the constitution or condition of the individual, behavior due to metal energy depletion will display itself either more directly or indirectly. With a more yin condition and or constitution, the individual is more apt to display the symptoms overtly without regard to the thoughts or judgments of others. They may simply give up, becoming isolated or self-destructive. 
if a person has more of a tendency toward a yang condition, they may simply become more protective, narrowing the parameters of their activities. Okay, friends, so I'm back on here. The Anchor app only lets you record up to 60 minutes at a time and then it cuts you off so when it cut me off i took a break i went for a walk i ate dinner i listened to a a instagram live for firefighters for freedom and they had alec Zek on there and I'm so excited to go to the medical freedom rally tomorrow I made a sign it was great so let's let's continue on let's finish up what we were talking about so the last sentence that cut me off I'll just read it again if a person has more of a tendency toward a yang condition they may simply become more protective, narrowing the perimeters of their activities and attempting to buffer themselves from outside influence. Excuse me. I have definitely been here before and this is evident in that not just the the guideline of stay at home and quarantine and keep your distance and but also in the fact that so many people have changed their lifestyle because of this pandemic meaning like they stay at home for school they quit their job they work from home they so that has been happening partly on a i guess more practical level because that's that's kind of what we're dealing with right now but i think it has become more than just that i think people really just don't want to be out and about anymore I think exactly because of this this blocking of our lungs being able to take in as much oxygen as possible this emotional result of that people are more isolatory and I even noticed that in myself so uh, that's something and and it's in part I think because people are afraid once again of a virus so um, there's that level um, and the last part it's called meridians that's what the section is called meridians 
Imbalances in the large intestine and lungs create a correspondent weakness in the muscles of the arms, especially the biceps, through which the lung meridian runs. Confined with the protective movement of the shoulders moving forward and the correspondent sinking in of the chest, the individual often feels that he or she or they cannot lift things. Since the large intestine meridian is also affected, there is sometimes a clumsiness with the hands stemming from an inability to coordinate the movement of the thumb and index finger, which are controlled by these two meridians. This weakness in lifting is further compounded by the weakness of the abdominal muscles, which oftentimes are associated with problems in the large intestine. Since the large intestine and lungs are associated with the thumb and index finger, individuals with imbalances in metal energy often develop, develop gestures of pulling or massaging the index finger, thumb, or area in between the fleshy part of the palm. Problems in the large intestine are often indicated by a tendency to massage or pinch the lower lip or and or place the hand over the mouth while speaking. In oriental medicine, the mouth is seen to reflect the condition of the whole digestive tract. So, yes, when, it, when uh, I spoke earlier, when I read the section earlier, um, talking about the biceps becoming more weak and having trouble lifting, um, the arm muscles becoming a little bit more flaccid. I was going to mention that the lung meridians come come from our armpits and go all the way down, as as this book said, all the way down towards our our thumb and index finger, um, lung and large intestine meridians. And you can massage that fleshy part in between um, to help. So that is something that you can practice uh, during this time, but any time really, if you're feeling depressed or your lungs and your large intestine are not functioning at the optimal capacity, you can always just make a fist with one of your hands and start tapping your armpit area and tap all the way down your arm. And you can pay extra attention to your elbow area as well. You might um, pinch around your elbow area and feel there might be a point where it hurts a little bit more. That's, your, that's one of your meridian points that you can stimulate. And if you go to the acupuncturist, you might notice that they put a needle in that area as well. And you just, Pound down your arm, pound down to your thumb, and then then uh, with your palm towards the sky, and then flip your hand over so your palm faces downwards, and start pounding your fist from your index finger all the way up to your shoulder, pound your armpit, and flip your palm to the sky, and repeat it. And you can just massage to that area as well to help the stagnation for your lungs and your large intestine, and also for those feelings of depression. And um, let's move on 
let's move on to talk about the heart. So the heart is another thing I wanted to talk about because of what I mentioned earlier about the RNA V word and people experiencing effects as a result with their heart. So I'm going to go ahead and read. And I also should mention that in the Night Star Key, uh, the astrology, the Night Star Key astrology, there, there are nine-year increments. And within those nine-year increments, it's a different cycle of energy. So if I can explain it a little bit better, we are currently in a six metal year. Actually, let me, let me start over. We are, today is a six metal day. This is Sunday, November, November, oh my gosh, what day? November 7th. <laughs> 2021 it's a six metal day and we can zoom out and we can say it's a six metal year and within that there's an 18 period of time that we're in and that's a different energy and zoom out to um what's the next uh, 36, 36, uh, year period. That's a different energy. Zoom out. So it's increments of nine, nine years. Um, and, and within all of these different energies, it influences us at this exact time. Just like if you're familiar with tropical astrology, there's a lot of things to consider. It's like, yes, the year is, yes, we're in Scorpio season. Okay, I can relate it like this. Yes, Sunday is the day of the sun, right? It's ruled by, it's ruled by the sun. Uh, it correlates with the sign of Leo. But beyond that, we're in Scorpio season. And the moon is actually in Sagittarius, I think, today. And beyond that, uh, you know, Jupiter is in whatever and Mercury is in whatever. So all these influence, all these different aspects of astrology influence us right now in this time. So right now we are in an 81-year cycle. A 81-year, an 80-year, 81-year cycle. And this 81-year cycle is about to end in the year 2026. And the energy of this, excuse me, 81-year cycle, we are in a nine-fire 81-year cycle. So what that means is that throughout the past 81 years, there has been an over, uh, overview kind of energy. I guess you can... Uh, relate it to one of the planets that takes a very long time to transit. I'm not sure what is the longest. Um, some of the outer planets take a very, very long time. I can't really, I'm not such a knowledgeable tropical astrologer, so I can't really think of what planet you could relate it to, but <clears throat> So it influences 
influences us for 81 years. And the energy of fire, like I said, is very chaotic, very expansive, very unstable, very weakening. And some of the other characteristics about fire energy are it's all about flash, not really about substance. It's more concerned with appearances and quick results and... <laughs> okay. Um, and quickly getting upset and very angry and very defensive without much um without much self-reflection without much research without much thinking very just very passionate and quick to respond and with a lot of chaos and this is the this is the time that this is the time that we're dealing with and it's coming to an end in 2026 it's going to change we're going to change into the next 81 year cycle and we're going to enter in a next uh, another phase of eight soil which is more serious more introspective think about like a retreat into the cave in the mountains you know i forget what a spiritual story that is where some kind of spiritual figure left society and went and sought refuge in a cave and they that's where they prayed and they meditated and they wrote and things became clear and they developed their their spiritual selves alone in a cave in the mountains <laughs> that's going to be the next 81 years coming up so it's going to shift but for now, we're still in that eighty in that eighty-one years of nine fire energy, chaos and burning and brightness, and everyone wants to be famous. For what reason? It doesn't matter. People just want to be famous. They want to be out there. They want to be flashy. They have opinions that they want to scream and yell about, but it's not always thought through. So that's what we're dealing with right now. So let me go ahead and start reading more about fire energy. So, imbalances in fire energy. He is the life of the party. Although his humor often seems forced and is sometimes inappropriate, he always has a joke or a humorous story to relate. He thrives on being the center of attention, and because of his energy, enthusiasm, and passionately held beliefs, he usually has no problem in attracting an audience. His gestures are wide and expansive and seem an essential component to all his communication. His presence can easily overwhelm most groups of people. He is charismatic and often instinctively political in his ability to be everyone's friend. The colorful aspects of his personality are often carried through to his manner of dress, which is usually highly individualistic while sensitive to the latest styles. He does not like to be left out or left behind. He must always see himself at the leading edge and keep abreast of current fashion. General characteristics. The fire stage of transformation is perhaps the most dramatic of all five. It is often likened to the process of the sun. 
energy here is radiated out to the greatest degree, consuming the material core, which constantly needs to be fed from the periphery. One analogy commonly used is that the tree energy or wood is consumed by fire, radiating warmth and heat and reducing the wood to soil, which begins the cycle anew. The positive attributes of fire are the rhythmic radiation of energy through activity and an internal calmness of spirit, a capacity to align the rhythm of actions with the surroundings. One could say that the qualities of empathy are strong in fire, the capacity to resonate with the rhythm and intent of others while still maintaining a deep sense of self and personal purpose. Calmness, the capacity to control the rhythm of one's life and a capacity for expressive communication are the positive attributes of fire energy. The individual with imbalances in fire energy is often erratic in behavior, flamboyant and exuberant, all form and little content. In translation of traditional oriental medical texts, this behavior is sometimes referred to as joyous, which can be confusing since the negative behaviors contribute attributed to disharmony in other stages of transformation are easy to identify as unproductive. This joyousness can more accurately be interpreted as a kind of extravagant or manic sense of humor, which is often used as a shield to deflect the intention of others away from any deep perception of the individual. The humor referred to here is often inappropriate for the situation and sometimes has a dark edge to it. It can be self-deprecating. Since the individuals are poking fun at themselves, they can easily deflect the criticism or opinions of others. There is a correspondent tendency to over-dramatize situations and to be very dramatic in their expression which is often extremely appealing to others since the individual may appear to be extraordinarily interesting in the diversity of their character. There is often, in fact, a very charismatic quality to individuals with this imbalance, especially since they may express themselves very cleverly and can be very persuasive speakers. Fire energy must be in a constant state of generation and release. The person with imbalances in this type of energy often feels driven to discharge this energy that wells up within them. They can exhibit little or no control. Any situation having a strong emotional tone to it can trigger off this discharge. Potentially emotive events can often lead to exaggerated impulsive behavior by making commitments that are difficult to keep or by easily being caught up in emotion of an event. The erratic nature of fire can best be understood if we see the exaggerated behavior described above as being complemented by a wish to totally withdraw into isolation whenever the opportunity affords itself. Individuals with this imbalance often lead 
dramatic double lives. When they are in the presence of others, they appear jolly, good-natured, and interested in all that goes on around them. They do not, however, like others to get too close. It is difficult for them to establish close relationships with many people, although they may have passing and superficial relationships with many. Even their passionately held beliefs and flamboyant gestures have a tendency to inspire admiration, perhaps, but also hold other people at a distance. When they are by themselves, they tend to slide toward the negative soil qualities of self-pity or simply an energetic limbo where they neither reflect on themselves or others nor make any considerations concerning their actions. They only perform when there is an audience. Many individuals who would be classified as type A personalities fall into this category. They can be ambitious and effective, but need external pressure provided by either individuals or situations to complete tasks successfully. They often lack a deep motivation and will of their own. There's a lot in there. There is a lot in there, friends. I definitely, it's so funny. I reflect on myself. I mean, I reflect on myself a lot when I learn, when I learn about the different energies and up until very recently, I kind of thought, I kind of thought because of my, because of my nine star, excuse me, because of my own nine star key astrology birth chart, I am one water and I have three tree energy. So I mostly focused on the, those energies within myself. I mostly, I can see that. I can see how I embody them. I can see my uh, positive attributes in those energies. And I can also see my negative attributes within those energies and how I have done self-destructive things that fit in line with those tendencies as well. Example, my issue with sleep, you know, um, that is definitely connected with, with my water energy. You know, that is, that is something that I definitely relate to as well as my tree energy, you know, the imbalance with tree energy is anger. The emotional imbalance is anger. And I definitely relate to that. No doubt about it. I have struggled with that. But it's it's funny reading more about these other energies because I I can see, like I said, in the past where maybe I had more of an imbalance with these other energies and also in the current time, how I can see that. And it's it's really funny, friends, because, you know, while a lot of you guys out there might think, Michelle, she knows all this stuff, she's got it all together, I think it's, it's a good thing to remind you consistently that I do not have everything together. Even though I have been eating macrobiotic for the past five years, it doesn't mean I eat perfectly or that I live my life 
perfectly according to the to the natural patterns of nature. I try, I do my best, but there's a lot that I still need to work on. And you know, other macrobiotic people can can see it and they can help me and they can, you know, uh, I can see it in myself and it's ultimately up to me to make those changes. So I, I definitely see, especially this, um, fire energy and the fact that, yeah, I mean, I, this is something I definitely relate to. It's so interesting. And I think anyone that that makes content on social media this is almost required (laughs) this fire energy is almost required to have a presence on social media isn't that interesting that is very interesting isn't it and i mean i exactly i mean just even if you're not on social media creating content look at everyone who has you know a huge following or a certain amount of success look at their content very flamboyant really expressive very dramatic in almost any niche that you can think of um you know, I'm thinking about like story time, you know, story time kind of content creators. They are very dramatic in the way that they describe their stories. And you know what, looking back on my journey, you know, I started on YouTube, that is this excess of fire energy is what really put me on YouTube. Uh, I was in a very chaotic fire energy time in my life my condition was very expandive expansive erratic um I mean just let's just just let's just think back what was I consuming at that time a lot of medication (laughs) a lot a lot of medication a lot of sugar dairy caffeine that's pretty much it um, some baked foods, some animal foods, but it was mostly medication, sugar, dairy, and caffeine, which is not the best, not the healthiest combination. And so, yeah, it was very erratic. I was very up and, um, flamboyant, you know, take a look, go back on my YouTube channel, just look at how I used to dress and how I used to you know, wear my makeup, it was very, very flamboyant, very colorful. And the way that I used to, that I used to express myself, even now I catch myself sometimes when I make videos or when I talk to people, I feel myself, I feel myself like doing the most, as they say, very animated. And in a way, like like this passage just said, it does attract an audience. But, and so it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's like, I do notice I feel chaotic. And I do relate to the point where it says that you would want to retreat and you just want to hide. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. 1000%. Um, yeah, I mean, I did a in-person crystal class uh, in 2019. And I... I mean, I think I put a lot of work into it. I think um, I had really high hopes for it. Everyone that participated, I mean, not everyone, but I feel like everyone, most people who participated were, they had a good time. It was a good class, but I think, I don't know, maybe this is my, my Virgo rising, but it wasn't, it didn't come out the way that I, I felt like I could do a lot better and I was very disappointed in myself and I felt very ashamed actually that I didn't do better. Um, I felt very embarrassed. I wanted to hide. And while I was there, you know, certain things happened. You know, I play certain events in my head and it still brings me like, still brings me like a lot of shame like you know because it's scary to put yourself out there like that and I did work hard on it it just I just relate to this you know more more show than content and I felt like maybe that's what it was because I didn't like get from it what I wish I would have um so it's like a it's a weird thing it's a really weird thing and I definitely I definitely can see this um in other content creators and not just uh social media content creators but you know other performers in general you know when they're not when they're not making a movie, when their album is not selling, when they're not on tour, you know, these kind of performers, you know, I guess what exactly what it is, you place more importance on how things appear to be than how they actually are. And so in the end, you feel depleted, you feel really bad, you want to hide, you, you almost wish you never put yourself out there. And I feel like this, this, you know, this time, 81 year cycle has been very evident. So look back 81 years. So that was around World War II. And so around World War II, that's when, uh, you know, the golden age of Hollywood was still happening. And that's when we started to have, you know, j jazz was at its golden age as well. All these um, artistic performance arts you know were really um thriving the fashion industry 1940s 1950s 1960s I mean um really really thriving and people being able to express themselves more through the way that they look um and increasingly more with technology things being easier art being easier to make even on a um not just like 
tr- I guess traditional art like painting and sculpture and all that stuff but recording artists you know musical artists act acting theater arts dancing all this type of um performance has has gone through a lot of specific renovations or um I don't know yeah renovations leveling up in a way you know even in dance you know the way that the way that we dance today you know coming from ballet is so so different more um like I don't know just you know with the with the with the knowledge of cross training and massage therapy and mindfulness and diet and like all these different different kinds of um modalities to help the dancer become better and more flexible and stronger and perform better it's like it's so crazy it's like we always joke in ballet like <laughs> You know, we always we always say like, "Oh, I would have been such a good dancer in the 1940s. I would have been such a good dancer in the 1920s." Yeah, because they were barely just getting on point. Like there wasn't a lot of stuff you could do in point shoes cuz the point shoe was just becoming a thing. You know, and now there's like all kinds of crazy point shoes that, you know, are so supportive, you know, um last a long time, you know, for all different types of feet and strengths and all that stuff. So, um, let's move on. The physical characteristics. Imbalance in fire energy can usually be seen externally in a redness of complexion, usually beginning with the nose, which often spreads out into the area of the cheekbones. The nose itself has a tendency to be slightly swollen. It is interesting that circus clowns, known for their extravagant slapstick humor, often attach red bulbs to their noses for their performances. Oh my gosh, I never thought about that. That's so funny. In keeping with their extravagance of character, the body language of these individuals is usually very dramatic and unmistakable particularly in the use of the hands as a means of communication. There is a tendency to constantly gesticulate while speak, when speaking, particularly as the number of people listening grows. The hands are often, quite often in constant motion with gestures that move up and away from the body. The gestures are usually well-timed with speech pattern sometimes producing a hypnotic effect. There is a restless quality in the body language that portrays a lack of internal rhythm and an inability to remain calm. The person often finds it necessary to shift position and to keep in motion. At social gatherings or parties, these individuals are usually good mixers. They circulate easily and keep on the move. With fire energy imbalances, there is often tension in the throat, which can cause the voice to move to a higher pitch when the individual becomes excited or enthusiastic about their topic. The rhythm of their speech has a tendency to be very rapid as excitement mounts. Who can relate? (laughs) I definitely relate to this. 
Um, and I think, once again, uh, a lot of people have trouble sitting still, which with the increased understanding of meditation and focusing on your breath and being still with your mind, you know, a lot of people find it difficult to do that. I found it difficult to do that. I could not meditate. When it was being introduced to me in therapy many years ago, I couldn't do it. It would actually elicit anger from me. I was so frustrated and impatient and mad and I thought it was pointless <laughs> because I couldn't do it. <laughs> um, so that's, that's very interesting. Um, physiological considerations. Fire energy is associated with the functioning of the heart, small intestine, and circulatory system. Two characteristics of these systems provide clues to this alignment. One is the function of the circulatory system in maintaining the temperature of the body. This system is responsible for the body's capacity to adapt to changes in temperature in the environment. The second characteristic has to do with the capacity of the heart to adapt its rhythm to changing situations. The heart keeps the beat for the rhythm of most cellular activity in the body. It is the rhythmic pressure exerted by the heart that presses the blood outward to the periphery where the exchange of nutrients takes place. A healthy heart should have the capacity to make those adjustments necessary for the increase in blood pressure and its correspondent relaxation. It is precisely these qualities of rhythm which are not synchronized in the individual with imbalances in fire energy. They are not capable of adapting the rhythm of their own actions to those dictated by their environment. Because they are unable to synchronize their own energy use to a given situation, they unconsciously attempt to dictate the rhythm of events around them to suit their own personal tempo. Whoa! Mind's blown. That makes so much sense, man. They feel driven to take, con to take control of the situation and to provide the drumbeat for others to follow. Oh my god. God, I'm thinking of all the Leos in my life. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Their joie de vivre is quite often misinterpreted by others as good health. And I knew that. I knew that. People usually express the most surprise when someone has a heart attack. It is most common to hear a statement like, he always seems so happy and healthy, or he was never sick in his life, attributed to persons with heart failure. It is precisely it is precisely the drive to constantly perform and be active that creates the paradox. It is interesting to note that among all the physical ailments a person may have, it is most common for them to make light of or joke about heart attacks. In fact, many comedians have used their own heart attacks as material for their acts. This kind of use of a life-threatening ailment 
is almost unheard of with other health problems. An individual suffering from problems with the heart will often experience a slight numbness in the lower part of the arms and in the area around the wrists, far before the onset of any more dramatic symptoms. It is common to see people with these problems continually either massaging their wrists and hands or flexing and unflexing their fingers. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I mean, I totally, I can totally see this. With people in my life, I have already, I have already, you know, uh, diagnosed them on my own without, you know, um, you know, just based off of my own understanding, you know, when you learn about the five elements, um, just like when you learn about astrology, you immediately start to look at people and you kind of start to guess what is their sign or, you know, I guess what is their imbalance. And I definitely with people I already have perceived as them having uh, imbalance in their fire energy all of this that I just read makes so much sense because it does match. It does match. So it's kind of cool. I have some more um, confirmation. Wow. Yes, that is exactly just like what the book said just now. Um, people mistaking uh, excess uh, joy or mania as being healthy, yeah, um, go, 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 that is what this modern time would have us believe, that if you're always active, you're always up, you're always talkative, you're always performing, you are healthy, and you are happy, not the case, so we can already see that this is becoming, you know, the slowing down and the resting and the being quiet and the being still. That's already becoming part of the health conversation. So I'm glad, I'm glad to see that. But just, yeah, this is just reiterating that just because you're always talking and performing and yelling and moving doesn't mean that it's always a good thing I like I like hearing about that that's great um yin and yang considerations if the individual with imbalances in fire energy has a more yang constitution it serves to balance the more extravagant aspects usually associated with problems of the heart and small intestine. It may well provide a foundation for the more charismatic attributes and dampen the more excessive tendency in gesture and general behavior. A person with a more yang constitution or condition may oftentimes be embarrassed by their own excess and become slightly self-conscious when they reflect on their own lack of self-control or instability. Wow, that is, 
Wow, that is literally that story I told you about my event. That is literally me. Um, they are more apt to ignore the symptoms of their disease as, as it develops, relying on their innate capacity to persevere. Wow, yes. I mean, um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have consciousness of this heart imbalance, you know, until actually recently, um, when I look back, but I definitely had that thinking when I was younger, when I was struggling with my mental illness. Um, yeah, I, I mean, one of the one of the things that comes up in my mind is when I lost my period. I lost my period when I was 14 because I was you know just really in a bad place with restricting and overexercising. And so when your body, you know, as a woman, when your body um in your in your journey of maturity, uh you know, your body starts to produce the hormones that create you know your menstruation when your body reaches a level of um body fat you know your your breasts and your hips start to come up and that's when your period starts because it's signaling you're ready to carry a baby you're ready to carry another life um and also if your body weight drops below that that point and is different for everybody is different for everybody if your body weight drops below that point for your specific body your body stops that function so that's what happened with me because i was stressing my body out so much with exercise and not eating i and also psychological <laughs> issues uh yeah, I was in such a state of stress, my body thought I was dying. So it stopped that function of my period. But, um, you know, I, so funny, man, 14 years old, you know, I knew, I took note of it, that I wasn't having a period anymore. But instead of, like, how this book says, um, I don't know. I just, I just ignored it. <laughs> it's a pretty big thing, but I just ignored it. Um, I thought I would be okay. And just, just the same thing with my mental illness, you know, people, you know, I had doctors and people, you know, doctors telling me you have this illness, you have this disease. And I thought to myself, no, I don't. I'm fine. <laughs> As if they don't know what they're talking about. Um, and even when I, I mean, yeah, that's so interesting. So interesting, man. Okay. Um, a person with a more yin constitution or condition will display more dramatically and will display more dramatically the symptoms of fire imbalance. They are more apt to pride themselves on their zest, humor, and extravagant habits. They may become disdainful of individuals who seem less colorful than themselves or who are not as quick in conversation or wit. 
their physical condition is more apt to deteriorate quickly and produce periods of collapse and total lack of vitality. Their physical degeneration is more obvious to others and the erratic and self-indulgent tendencies more irritating. I definitely can relate when I was in my, you know, when I was in more imbalance with my heart energy, I definitely thought that uh, people who didn't like express themselves the way that I did, I definitely thought that they were boring. <laughs> I definitely had this feeling of like, I'm better than they are because because I'm more interesting, um, in quotes, I definitely had that. And I also can see the people in my life who have an imbalanced heart energy. I definitely see how they get frustrated with me because I am not at their level, um, you know, in conversation. I, it's interesting. I think a lot of empaths out there that have struggled with people pleasing I think we all have at some point mirrored people um whether that was intentional or not I think most of the time it's unintentional but we try to match other people's energy you know that's a people pleasing kind of behavior and now I am just at the point where I can't do that anymore. Um, I could when I was younger, in part because I didn't really understand, <laughs> you know, I had no consciousness that I was doing that. But also I had that vitality and energy to do that. But now I I know about that and I'm conscious about that. And I, I really try to manage it so that I don't do that because I cannot do that. I am not, I, my energy can't take that anymore. And especially with, you know, with people with this more imbalanced fire energy, it's so overpowering. Like, I'm not going to put myself through that just to people please, you know, like I just cannot do that. But I can definitely see because I'm slower and I'm quieter and I take time to respond and I'm not as animated as the other person is. I definitely see their irritation. I definitely, they definitely give me kind of remarks that make me feel like, like I'm stupid and I'm slow and I'm boring and they know better than me. I definitely see that. Um, and once again, I think that's also s this kind of mentality is actually supportive in our modern times. Um, like I said, we are in an 81 year cycle, um, of fire energy. So it does make sense. Um, and let me see, finish reading here.
And so the last part we're going to read is the meridians. So imbalance in fire energy affect the meridians of the heart and small intestine. These meridians run along the lower part of the arms with the little finger being their juncture. They control the triceps and can greatly affect the person's grip. The individual may feel a slight weakening or deadening of the grip. And especially when it's cold, a tendency for the little finger to go numb quickly. Since the natural tendency of fire energy is toward discharge, this contributes to the intricate hand gestures often used by people with this imbalance. The gestures often have a quality which could be described as flicking off a static charge with quick snapping gestures away from the body. Imbalances in fire energy can also be seen in certain gestures which stimulate parts of the face long associated with the heart as diagnostic indicators. Two of the most pronounced of these are rubbing of the nose and pulling or massaging of the earlobes. As in the case of other imbalances, this is a form of external stimulation produced by a feeling of numbness, deadness in the tissues of this area. So, yes, uh, oh, something I wanted to say too, talking about hand gestures and things, you know, uh, in microbiotics, we, we, we talk about how certain foods are not the best to consume for different reasons. Uh, I'm thinking of right now, a lot of foods that are typically used in Italian cuisine garlic, tomatoes, um, eggplant, bell peppers, um, what else? Uh, you know, just different, a lot of, a lot of nightshade vegetables, herbs and spices. Um, this, we see in macrobiotics that it creates, it creates a type of expression that is more associated with Italian people. You know, Italian people talk a lot with their hands. They're more, uh, <laughs> they're more interesting to hear. Um, if they tell a story, it's more entertaining. Um, so it's funny to hear uh, that this this fire energy manifests in that way as well in the speaking with the hands um I don't know I just put that connection together but regardless I hope that that this podcast gave you a little bit more uh clarity or connection with the organs that we're dealing with right now, the behaviors that you can see in other people, that you can see in yourself, especially at this time, and what we can expect, you know, what kind of behavior um, and mentality that we can expect with this pandemic, dealing dealing with the organ that's, that's in question, our lungs, our metal energy, as well, as well as being in metal years and thinking about this v word 
that greatly impacts our fire energy, our yin expansive fire energy that creates a lot of chaos and imbalance when this is a time, an 81-year cycle, where that's already prevalent. And not even talking about the way that individual people eat. And yes, most people are eating standard American diet, but you know, even within standard American diet, maybe one person eats more dairy and sugar and another person eats more meat and eggs. So it's a little bit different and and coming from different constitutions, it can be different. But this is just something to keep in mind. Um, just notice things around you. Notice things that you have gone through, how it affects you. It's just... Uh, Another thing that we can consider to inform our perspective and inform our choices. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this and I'll see you in my next video. This podcast is made possible in part by the patrons over on patreon.com slash the underscore freedom underscore fairy where you can also sign up and become a supporter to get a personalized reading from me visit my etsy shop not your average card you can click the link in the description of this episode follow me on tiktok and instagram at the underscore freedom underscore fairy you can also join my facebook group sacred space for sensitive women if you like what I have to share, please rate five stars and subscribe to this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Your ears and your attention are appreciated. Video versions of Macro Magic with Michelle podcast are available for you to view on YouTube on my YouTube channel, The Freedom Fairy. Think differently and live peacefully.